1: Hey, it's Craig Fowler here with a proposition. How does a free case of beer sound? After the longest January record, off the back of some testing times, I reckon you think that sounds fantastic! Let's face it, we all deserve a party and I can think of nothing better than being ambushed by some delicious craft beer. Grab a case for free courtesy of our pals at Beer52 by going to beer52.com forward slash terrace and covering the meagre postage of five ninety five. Beer 52 is the biggest beer club in the world. Each month they send their members a case of beer from a different part of the globe and this month it's an absolute belter. Their great European road trip takes its best beer from across the continent. If you want a pilsner, they've got you covered from Norweg's Lerwig Brewery. If you want a monster 7.5% double IPA, they have you covered from Sweden's Duggan's Brewery. Or, if you like something a little on the dark side, there's a smooth coffee stout from Copenhagen's to (laughs) Ul. I think I've got the pronunciation right there. And there's also beer from Croatia, Poland, Germany, Serbia and Austria, amongst others. If dark beer's not your thing, you can also select the light-only case. You also get the Ferment Magazine, a couple of tasty stacks... And if you're not satisfied with your beer 52 order, you can pause or cancel your subscription at any time. So that's beer52.com forward slash terrace to claim your free case now. That's beer52.com forward slash terrace. Episode of a Terra Scottish football podcast. I am Craig Fowler and I am joined in person by Tony Anderson. Hi Craig. And Craig Cairns. Hello. Hello guys. A lot of energy in the room. I'm really liking this. <laughs> I'm pretty tired, but come on. <laughs> so bad. It's done. probably just, you know, when you start to lose it a little bit when you're tired.
0: Because <laughs> I, I went out on Saturday. I went to a gig, which was fun. I've not been to, I think it was maybe my first. We've been to festivals. I went to a Festival UK, but I actually went to a gig. I went to see a band called Cheap Teeth, an Edinburgh band at the Mash House. Low ceilings, it was really good. They're really good band. I think you would like them a lot okay. actually, right up your street. Um, quite joy division, Maybe Nick Cage, good, good. Um, uh, could sing alongs with it because I'd be listening to them for about a week before it because I knew I was you going need to do that. Uh, so I it was very, very enjoyable. But then I ended up going to rolling back the years and going to what's the one down for the globe in the hive? Uh, oh, I um, oh, Christ. Banshee's she's labyrinth. Aye, that's it. Aye, I was in there with Lee till oh. three o'clock in the morning. The one, aye, up, like, the one is up till five during the festival. Ah, yeah, and it's good because it's like a bar. Is it's uh, still got
2: the cinema. Aye, it's got the cinema. Gonna it's got lo- very uh, various different parts there. Aye, isn't it?
0: aye, yeah, and so we were just in the back rolling back. But we used to just play pool doubles. Uh, but you just played random people who come in over the course of the evening great had a great time or sit in the cinema room and watch it watch whatever it was on <laughs> Mission Impossible I one time just sitting there by
1: myself out my face <laughs> talking, two guys in front of me watching the start of Rocky Four. <laughs> <laughs> me that <laughs> Coming up, one of the most iconic lines in cinema history. And they're like, What? Ivan like, Drago, and he says if he dies, he dies. And then he said that they were like, oh, Actually, that is pretty cool. And I was like, Yeah, of course it that is.
0: See you later, lads.
2: I'm
0: pretty
1: sure he right after that. Because there's a lot of rubbish. It's a decent film. There's a lot of rubbish film between then and him beating him at the end when the, the entire uh, Russian crowd turns on the home man and starts chatting USA. Topical. Not going to happen. Never going to happen. <laughs> certainly not these days. Yeah. No. Speaking of Russia, <laughs> there is no like, there is no like I can possibly execute here. Let's go to let's start this Monday's roundup of the Sedge Premiership six fixtures by going to the team, not necessarily the best game of the weekend, but certainly the one that I would say raised the most eyebrows because it means that Ross County
0: beating September one 0 Malcolm Mackay's team are in the top bloody six. six. And it's uh, and now at this but at this part of the season where it's not always about the best games. They were talking about the games that have the biggest impact on the league, uh, and, and this certainly did. And I, I was talking about Ross County. Oh, when they played Hibs uh, a couple of weeks, back, and I thought they were atrocious. That was They were, was there uh, they were uh, really bad. They were really bad. Uh, and but I'd been impressed with them previously, even in some of the draws that they got with Livingston, and and I was uh, and they weren't great in this game. They they had to grind it out in St Mirren. Uh, eat, Stephen Robinson, this is what I wanted to really get on to. Is it Stephen? I know we wanted to start the positive about <laughs> about, about uh, no, Ross But uh, Steven, he said after the game that he wanted, that uh, I tried to keep it the way it was. Or yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now I'm going to have to put my own stamp on it. Right. So... In the last two games he's moved to three at the back. In the first game he played four. And before that, Goodwin had played a good chunk of four at the back. So you've instantly made probably one of the biggest one of the biggest changes you can make to a team shape. I think most shapes are we've had the discussion before, are much or muchness. But really the big changes are you play three at the back or you play four at the back. And the last two games he's changed. So you you have put your own stamp on it. And I don't know if it's because Ronan's been suspended. And uh, wasn't able to play after he's sending off against Hearts, but uh, he went with a he went for a three-five-two, and and I just they were so blunt, Sintmarin. They were just so blunt.
2: I I think I don't disagree with you here, what you're saying. I I do think it's a bit of an odd thing to say, but I do think that there is a bit of a transition to go on there from a uh, Jim Goodwin team to a uh, Stephen Steven Robinson team. I think that'll take a while. Not that I'm saying that one's like defensive and one's attacking. Ooh. It's not like as black and white. One's Isn't aggressive. That, they're both is,
0: aggressive. Yeah,
2: <laughs> but, the, but they're very different types of managers. So I, th- I think that will uh, that will take a while for him to do that. But what I think's really worrying is that they haven't scored a goal since he came in and they weren't really prolific scorers under Goodwin before that he was just very effective with with that squad. So yeah, you've got to kind of worry about them a wee bit between now and the end of the season. It will probably be... Next season we start to see the best of Stephen Robinson, but yeah, there's a bit of a quite a bit of a transition to go there. But I do agree with you, Tony. It was a it was a weird thing to say. He didn't need to say that. He could just say, "Long way to go." At, we're at the start of a long process. Long also,
1: so, it's also as well it angered some unfans because they've not played well with a three in the back really this season. It was kind of I think the game plan that Jim Goodwin wanted to go into initially, but then he changed it up and they've. I think they're literally not one and playing a back three in about five months. So it's <laughs> a strange thing to do. And I, it's, it's kind of angered the support already. And It's not great after three games.
0: And it's just, I, I could see why they always wanted to, because um, we had a big discussion about this, about the Tanzan and Tate, I thought really would suit as wing backs now, but now they, they, they've got they've got good wide players. They've got like Kilty and Jones, who have, have been performing relatively well recently. And that, so the, the three at the back, that Jones wasn't getting a lot of the ball. I actually thought maybe, like, maybe a 3-4-3 I could maybe see how it would work, and maybe I was thinking when I was watching it, there could be something in it with Tanzer being able to get much forward, going on the outside, even as a decoy, because Tanzer is a dangerous player who's got such a good delivery that you couldn't just ignore him because, you know, like they are really want to concentrate on Jones. So in terms of those parts of the pitch... Whether they, whatever formation they play, they should be very dangerous. in this with Tate and Kilty, Kilty's also likes coming inside, and that would suit Tate. He Tate has been the box.
2: better as a second striker, and uh, that kind of run of form that they had just before Goodwin left, he was very good as a second striker. Mm. So it's maybe that's maybe another. Argument to be made that why is he getting stuck out on the wing when he was showing really good form for three or four weeks there uh, oh. as, uh, up front, essentially? There was also an eyebrow
1: raising substitution when Curtis Main came on before Eamon Brophy <laughs> at halftime. <laughs> like, <laughs> guys,
2: straight in. <laughs> no, why? Because that's it. Well, he knows knows Curtin's main,
0: he's his man. He should know.
1: He was happily to get rid of
0: him at the end of his (laughs) world. And Main came on during the week as well, didn't he? I think he started under him as well already. I think
2: Brophy has been working his way back from injury. I'm not sure if that was because we were playing Celtic and he wanted somebody like him rather than Grieve, but I think Grieve started all the matches. Either side of that, or the recent matches, either side of that.
0: Well, they changed. They changed shape when they brought Brophy on it. When they went to fort the back and but Brophy ended up playing out wide on the right, and I, I don't, I don't like that. I just Brophy's such, a, and then he had he had a few shots, but some of them from even worse angles than usual because he's in he's a, he's a, he's in a wide place. So, I, I there's bits that I don't understand about it, and and this is a bit there where I think he should know this team. He should be able to come in and know it pretty well, and it, it doesn't it strikes me that he's. Playing a lot of catch up, and I know he's been at Morecambe, and at but he knows Scottish football well enough. And a lot of these guys are like broffy and main, you know, these guys he's managed like, about three or four of them as well. Yeah, it? yeah, you, um, what about county though? I mean, they've it was a long
2: time since they had a clean sheet, and now that's them um, got two back to back. What it's t- it's technically the first time they've had cle- consecutive clean sheets all season, was
1: it in all competitions, however. They did have two clean sheets to start the season, and the two matches they played, they were just officially they came either side of two, three, you know, defeats because of COVID in the league. Oh, oh right,
2: okay, okay. Bloody
1: hell!
0: There you go. Someone's been on these holidays. <laughs> 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 I <know> that, today. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That's a good start one. Um, but in terms of county
1: they <sighs> They made a change in the last three games where Ross Callaghan, who was playing as a
0: number 10, is now the stationed further work. back. And yes. he used Peyton in the, in the further forward role. But one thing I liked about this performance, I was going to mention Callaghan, is he's so fit and and, and obviously he's, he's really powerful running. So he goes, even though he's playing that deeper role, he runs and breaks the lines and he causes, he causes a fair bit of confusion. And it was kind of that type of performance where you were able to notice little tactical things because the performance wasn't particularly good. So you weren't thinking like, oh... Charles Cook's running riot, or 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 Humbo, and and they're playing like I was speaking about before when they're playing very centrally. This one easier to smoke tactical things because there's nothing else to look at. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) This is and this is where that maybe this is where that uh, you know when people watch nil nil and it happens in England all the time when they talk it up and then people write two thousand one articles about it the next day about how like Michael Cox whatever talking about how it is. Maybe that's how because you've got so much time to like just see all these little intricacy stuff. Going on, but rather than going, good shot, <laughs> <laughs> nice goal, nice cross, man. Because, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I mean, I think county they they dragged it. I, I, I was watched Ramsey quite closely down the right back row and I know, Craig, you were saying off air that you've liked a bit of him in eyes. The first thing that you like in a full back man is, is, is mobility, pace, and he's he's more than happy. To get, and he was like one of their main sort of attacking outlets. Right. Jack Baldwin
1: and Alex Jacovetti both played very well in this game mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that's maybe... Yes, there's been a, a change with Callahan going in front of the back four to maybe give them a bit of extra protection. I would imagine that's what it's for. But, you know, the, the defence itself, the, the core unit, it's still the, the unit, like, with the exception of Ramsey. Uh, but even then, you would see that it, while Ramsey looks all right, he's not... You know, there's a, he's a downgrade on Harry Clark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's a unit that overall has been the same unit that's been there the entire season. But finally... Malcolm Mackay's is
0: getting a tune out of them because Baldwin was rubbish to start the campaign. Yeah, yeah he really wasn't. His long throws, sorry, uh, two of them caused havoc, and then that that led to the goal. and, and Drysdale isn't really getting much of us. He he came on later, and Yakoviti's always been a confusing player because he's I quite like parts of him, and sometimes I think like aerially. He gets caught sometimes, but then when see when he was playing against newble earlier in the season, I thought he was really good. And he was his timing was. It was like when he gets asked more questions, he's better than when. So when he has to actually take the time to think about it. And I've always quite liked his his passing range, and that works really well in this county team because you've got Hungbo and you've got Charles Cook sort of going down. So did there's he,
2: there's lots to like. Did he play for Scotland at uh, youth levels or something like that? Am I making that up, Yakivie? Yeah, no, oh, uh, I love it when someone oh, pulls oh, up these oh, oh, and thinking oh, like I have absolutely no, no idea do you, have
1: to, do you have to ask me a question of a player with a slightly harder surname to spell. <laughs> uh, you're correct He you did four, four caps for Scotland under 21s 12 for the under 19s tw-
2: I, I didn't realise it was as high as the under 21s but the other thing as well is another recent change they've made although before the last two matches is Ross Laidlaw become the goalkeeper again although I yes. think there is a m- not really much between the, the <laughs> I, 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 a
0: difference between causation and correlation <laughs> <laughs> Right, Look, one last oh. thing though before like, in terms of defensive thing is I, I think Tilson protecting the, the, the back four really helped. He was really combative in the game uh, which I haven't always appreciated mm-hmm. as part of him and, and he, had, he had that role as I say, Callaghan was the one that was sort of breaking the lines going forward so Tilson had a very defensive role in that midfield and I thought he'd done it pretty well.
1: Okay, we'll get on to our next match which is the decimated Dundee team getting a point at Motherwell after this. All right, guys, before we get to our next game, I need to tell you about NordVPN. What do you, what do you think about that, Tony? <laughs> was <Wait. laughs>
2: what, what, what's, what's NordVPN?
1: NordVPN yeah. is a... V- <laughs> right, so NordVPN, uh, we are I just I kindly sponsoring the Terrace podcast. We have uh, an exclusive um, deal for, for listeners, which i will get to in a second. I'd just like to say that uh, I, I thoroughly, my name is Craig Fuller. I thoroughly endorse this product, <laughs> um, because I used this on holiday. They, they gave me the, the use of it while I was abroad, it was perfect time when I was on my way to Tenerife, so we arrived on the Friday morning, so it immediately meant the first day I set it up, and I was able to watch Friday's A View for the Terrace from Spain, which we'd not been able to do otherwise. Myself and Ariane were also able to continue our watching of The Tourist, uninterrupted by our holiday. And it also helped me get on betting sites so I could lose a lot of money (laughs) during my holiday. Uh, I did not have a good good streak uh, while I was abroad. Um, It also provides, uh, this is something that I don't really pay much attention to, um, but uh, to my cost throughout my life in terms of, security with your computer but it does provide some cyber security especially if you're using computer out and about and there's no kind of a uh, protected wi-fi or things of that
2: nature i can uh, vouch for the being abroad and even living abroad and wanting to watch things from back home not only that you get some different Programs to choose from when you have your Netflix set to the US one, or your even the iPlayer. I think sometimes has different things on it. But yeah, the different the different um, streaming sites and all that uh, have different shows on them depending on which country you pretend and you're do, being. I do from. remember
1: one time. I think we, I think we were in Cyprus. Yeah, we were in Cyprus. And uh <laughs> the, the telly had Netflix on it. It really went on it There was so many like movies that I wanted to see that went on the British one. Just like <laughs> like one evening, just ignoring the rest. Like I was with, with Ariadne, my mom and Craig and just ignoring the rest of them because I wanted to watch Unforgiven <laughs> <laughs> Clint Eastwood. Uh, no regrets. So yes, so Nord VPN, grab your exclusive Nord VPN, <laughs> let me start that again. Grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to NordvPN.com forward slash T T S And use the code TTS to get a huge discount of your NordVPN plan, plus one additional month for free, and a bonus gift. And if you're not satisfied, it's completely risk-free, because Nord provide a 30-day money-back guarantee. Good for hiding dodgy wags as well.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Right,
1: let's go to Fur Park, Motherwell 1, Dundee 1. What do we want to start with here? Do we want to start with praising Dundee's dogged display or do we want to ask what the hell is wrong with Motherwell?
2: I think no, I think you're right with the first one. I think that's a very good place to start. I mean, it's a very good point for Dundee given the circumstances. I think they kind of struggle in possession a fair bit in this match and they, they lacked a, any kind of outball for obvious reasons. But um, given where they were a week ago, I think two draws since then, especially... All the COVID they've had, I think both matches they've been affected with COVID, but more so for the one just past this one we're talking about. But yeah, I think I think overall it's a it's a really decent point for Dundee. I'm still I don't think it's making me feel more positive about their chances of staying in the league. But I think um, looking at this match in isolation, I think it's a I yeah, think it's a positive because it's one of those ones that can
1: really kind of create a kind of siege mentality, and you go there especially when you get the early goal uh, and you just kind of got something to defend, and it, that really kind of helps. But you know there's still going to be a lot of games this season where Dundee are expected to go out and try and get three points because they need them at this time of the campaign so it's a completely different game as much of a good result as as much of a probably a boost of confidence for the entire team um, it is then the, there will be different tests I mean, it's, it's, I was going to say there will be harder tests seems seems churlish to say this wasn't a hard test considering that about half the fucking squad missing yeah but you know what I mean, like there, there will be more... Well mother of, will have like, won a game this year. So. I, I and also <laughs> this is this was kind of a free hit and mm. they've done quite well at the free hit but there will be games like the Livingston game where they're expected to go out and beat the opponent and if they play anywhere like they the Livingston game that's not going to go according to plan.
2: It's their last game outside, it was their last game outside of Dundee before the split as well. Because they've got the this game in hand come up they must have just had two in a row, the cup game and also uh, Derby yeah. as well, yeah. Well
0: they'll lose that. <laughs> do you like doing that? <laughs> do like doing that? How was uh, Ashcroft was back? Um, how big a how big a plus? Yeah, what was that? Well, for? I think defensively overall Dundee
2: were very good. I think, but when you look at the goal, take out the goal, and I think defensively they were they were pretty solid. And he was he was part of that. They've been they've been missing him, but um, it was definitely it was definitely a, a lot of it was definitely down to Motherwell just not really having many ideas it was just a lot of second ball football and not, not not very good second ball football because uh, that's something that um motherwell good motherwell teams have been associated uh. with being good at in this and uh, and even sometimes under the, under Alexander but yeah they're just completely bypassing the midfield at the moment they're not getting much link up up front and yeah they're, they're just Lots of shots, but not really many clear-cut chances. They, and and the goal's scrappy as hell. I mean, oh. it's a contender for the scrappiest goal of the season. Dundee, uh, like I said, their defender was decent in the match, but for that goal, the defender was absolutely horrendous. Against, uh, who was it? Livy. They weren't even bothering to follow the men. For this one, they were following them, but they weren't bothering to do anything <laughs> when they were... <laughs> no, they are tripping over each other. So maybe, maybe next week they'll spend the whole match following them and, and tackling them <laughs>
0: <laughs> you should be a coach <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked like watching the highlights it was um, it just looked like Van Veen was trying to do everything well himself. this is the
1: problem with Motherwell's tactics is that the, with the front three and he's not done this all year so I don't know why he's particularly doing it now it, it can make sense in some instances maybe away to Rangers for instance but like against Dundee he's got the front three spread out over the width of the pitch so that Van Veen has like no support and there's no like natural central attacking midfield on there. They brought in Ryan Tierney and looked like they got a wee bit better after mm. that. He's, he's Hem- more him and Slattery. He's he's more of a number ten to get closer to Van Veen. Mm. But yeah, it, it could maybe make sense to stick, you know, on on Kerr or something, and maybe that was it. Maybe he wanted to try and terrorise on these fullbacks, which aren't the 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 strongest point in their team, but it just left Van Veen too
0: isolated. And it's something that he's 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 done done, quite a bit since what left. And he looked like he'd done all right. That's what I mean. Van Veen does do really well. And and he's so like Van Veen's sort of like the perfect striker to play in in, in Scotland. He, He enjoys the dirty side of the game, he likes getting in battles, he's also strong. and, he, and, he, and he's got a lot of quality so it's like the, 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 the so like archetype striker that he'd want to play here and it just like and this is what happens to all of us we all send good players randomly and, and you like I just wish he'd be there when we had other better players I think you
2: hit the nail on the head there uh, Fowler I think um, he's, he's sorely missing Tony Watt I think he you're talking about the Basically, two wingers in a in a focal point, and they're not getting closer together. You could maybe get away with that when one of your wingers is an inside forward, basically like Tony Watt. And he, I mean, to be fair, Dundee United could probably do with Van Veen, uh, and uh, Motherwell could do with Tony Watt back.
0: They just need to be playing <laughs> in the same team. Yeah. Should have been part of the deal. I think Efford got his got his first goal, the the Yank striker, but he he done his very best. to to fuck it up yes, he <laughs> well they hell of his standing foot and then he had t- and then he just got all- again. no one near him then so t- t- he, didn't, he didn't able just oh I'll just go back over there and then pop in at the bottom there, there was
2: also a rare sighting of Jay Chapman
1: the, the man side in January from Inter Miami oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah again I don't think he'd done much did he
2: <laughs> no 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 not really didn't get much it was just uh, another 15 minutes or something I think he came on for 10 minutes I was up at that derby that he came on Um for 10 minutes towards the end of, but yeah, he's not really been given much of a chance to do much, and he's
0: not really shown much in those minutes. (laughs) Stephen O'Donnell's, Back to being Motherwell, Stephen O'Donnell. He's um, it always been. When
1: did, he, when did he go away from being Motherwell, Stephen O'Donnell? When the he plays for Scotland. Scotland played. Played. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a while ago now. It's just so, like, so weak. Ah, he's and, really not strong
2: enough. But he's got... You, am I wrong in saying that he's got to just maybe get something on that before it even bounces? And before he even gives McMullen the opportunity to turn them or whatever. Well, you
0: always think you're, that you're told not to let things bounce when we're going when we're going to the absolute he basics. He maybe
2: thinks it's going to... Not non-dangerous area, but yeah, I but don't he know. Just, he looks sleepy when he plays some other welly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he doesn't. look like he's like like concentrating. It is because really, when he's at Scotland he looks laser focused like laser focused Because and he and he's bounding up and down the wing and he doesn't make any real like occasionally maybe he, he misplaces a pass or whatever but he's just he, you never see him caught out of position when he plays for Scotland but like he just like, just, like that goal is like like you're saying he thinks it's going to go out so that's just a lack of concentration McMullen keeps it in and then it's like he's just turning around and it's so weak and, and, and tired looking and that's right at the start of the game I and, and then McMullen sort of bit and it's a, it's a really nice Finish, but just it really doesn't make any sense. Like, does he just not like Motherwell? <laughs> he's ca- he lives there, and he's captain. Just what? Try then.
2: <laughs> but um, if one more thing on Motherwell, if we can, that the fans really are starting to turn a bit now. I think we're still a fair bit away from Alexander's job coming on to question for who it, a, for a, who it matters. There, there's a lot of guys on Pi Bobrov from up the fuck off. but LA at the end of the game you could hear it and yeah and going by what I've seen on Twitter and things like that it does seem that there is a lot more, there, there's like growing calls now for, for him to go. But I do think at a, a board level or the, the decision making level, I still think we're a, we're a long way away from that.
1: I do have a bit of sympathy with him for that. For the, I, don't, I don't want to go for it again because I've said this so many times. Why sell Tony Watt in January? Unless he really made it clear that he definitely didn't want to be there and he was going to show no
2: professionalism. I'm, which
1: considering Tony Watt's on the verge of the Scotland squad and these qualifiers are coming up, mm-hmm. I don't think he would do. I I'm, don't
0: think they
2: had to sell I'm not saying this... Is what is the case, but I would not be surprised if Alexander's done it out of spite. He was just like, fuck you, then go. That does
0: sound like Alexander.
2: (laughs) The minute you said that, that sounds right. Although the way he made it
1: sound in the media made it sound like, well, he might just be protecting himself, but made it sound like he was taken out of his
2: hands by the club. Possibly, possibly. Maybe I'm being unfair on Alexander.
1: Right, let's go to Tanadice, Dundee. Probably the best game of the weekend in terms of entertainment. Even though I, I watched this, I wasn't. I didn't think it was a particularly brilliant game. But uh, there wasn't really a whole lot of entertainment going around this past weekend. Dundee United two, Hearts two, Hearts stick. You got two. to watch this. You're talking about being shite. Think what we've been put through. <laughs> okay, I was watching, I like, "Whoa, I look good." A very weird game. And that Hearts had five players injured during the game and taken off and another one who picked up an, an injury during the match in Josh Giannelli.
2: Yeah, I mentioned that during the game and Tony called me
0: pathetic. <laughs> I was talking about Hearts. I was like, oh, we've all got injury problems. <laughs> i in oh, I've all got injury problems, mate. Bloody pathetic. It was like
2: that, <laughs> was like that six months under Levine and one half. <laughs> who, all, who all went off then? Cochran, Devlin, no, sorry, Yeah, guys, GMS. You need to
1: start with GMS who was substituted for Cochran who then went off himself. Yeah, wow. yeah
2: exactly. GMS got an assist and then went off. Uh, eight minutes in, yeah. Cochran came off. He went off concussed uh, later Halliday on. Halliday came on. Uh, Atkinson went off at halftime. half-time. Suter came- gave away a penalty and got injured doing it. Heron came on for Devlin. Uh, Andy and Halliday played about five positions, including right back. And Civic came, came, S- came on for suit. came on
0: for suit. Uh, aye. Crystal. Oh, yeah, I actually heard my downstairs neighbour this morning robot. talk. Obviously, I must have been on the phone talking about that. <laughs> Hall, Halliday played centre mid. I was like, oh, this guy must be an I had no idea. He played centre mid. He was a right back. <laughs> How they did play a few
1: positions, and yeah, it was like, Hearts definitely missed, I think the player they missed the most, but it's hard to say, people were like, oh, they missed GMS when he went off, I mean, it was eight minutes, man, come on, he might have reverted to being GMS for the rest of the game, and not been a miss, but him going off for Cochrane meant that they were a bit more, obviously, a bit more defensive. Still thought Hearts were the kind of, the Hearts were still the better side, and certainly the more dangerous side. One thing I was impressed with Hearts passing in the first half was that they had a lot of kind of direct balls that were but we were not aimless. They were direct, looking to play the strikers in the space and behind the county defence. And so you had, you know, GMS when he was on the park, Barry McKay, Sims, and Boyce all making these runs, kind of zigzagging across Dundee Knight's backfield, really pulling them out of positions and looking really impressive. And Devlin was doing a very good job of kind of just getting up and supporting for the midfield, using his energy in that way. He's quite he, good at that, Devlin. He, eh? he, like was, the biggest, he was the biggest miss I for the agree team, with I think.
2: That. I agree with that.
1: After Haran came on, it was just mainly Haran and Benny and that, kind of sitting,
2: really. I also think if you look at the previous matches between the teams, Hearts have dominated the midfield. Benny and Devlin have been better than the, the three that they've uh, faced up against. And I think, um, I think it was looking like the same kind of thing was... ...happening there, who knows how the game would have gone. I think it's really difficult to analyse hearts from this... ...because of all the disruption and all the formation changes... ...and all that kind of thing. One thing I have noticed a wee bit more of... Well, two things actually, scoring from corners... I mean, it's been about 15 years since we became decent at scoring from corners. And that's what two in a few matches or something like that. Um, and another assist for Barry Mackay as well. And Mm -hmm. another assist for, and that leads me on to what I was going to say next is we noticed a lot more of Gordon as soon as we get, as soon as he gets the ball looking up and looking for a throw. And that was a, that was a Schmeichel-esque throw that, that one. Um, and also Mackay will, drift into space when it looks like we're about to the, the, the opposition attacks about to break down. And uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of Hart's game plan was centred around Gordon or Souter getting the ball to McKay in space quickly, getting him turned and us and us going at the the defence. I like
0: Smike less I like that. I, I'm I'm starting to think about myself, like how long till our reference points become like what Pat Bono and all that say people probably think I mean Casper. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like, I'm just thinking that there, but like, uh, I, I still do it all the Anna, time.
2: Aaron Fraser and Royce Palms
1: go kind of like, Casper Smith will get it through.
0: The time's coming, we're 35 kicking, we'll be kicking about 40 soon. Yeah.
1: There, was, there was one thing late in the game because Hearts changed their 3 4 three they changed back because they, they played the 4 4 2 for the majority of the match, but they went to a 3 4 3 not long before the goal with Ginelli playing right wing back. And it must be something that said is only ever going to use and like bracing, break a case of emergency because I was kind of say that earlier in the campaign, well, we would maybe see Jarellie playing the right wing back for games like it at home with teams that we might oh. want to break down more. Never seen it all season. Never seen it. See it in this game. Ginelli right wing back immediately after Hearts equalised he also goes
0: back to the 4 <laughs> 4 <laughs> with Ginelli out of defence that um, that boys goal was good uh, I'm quite a, a jealous because like, so it's right at the start of the game isn't it it's really early yeah. and you're just like First when minute. You, when you've got a big crowd uh, and you obviously everyone and it's everyone I've been in the pub all day uh, Getting early and then you sit down and you got a goal right away and it's a peach. off have in and hearts on a big crowd there. I'm like there was, that looked a, fucking good. There was very good.
1: <laughs> there was very good limbs in the away end at Fur Park and, and Tannadice. Yeah, yeah. Can he be
2: here? Can he? Who knew that the answer to Dundee United's midfield problems was Liam Smith? And it has two, two, two is it now?
0: Certainly not me. <laughs> okay. um, that was a rocket. Yeah, about, about what a finish! And it's like and it's all moving around. I think people See, obviously what always happens is how much scores there is. It the goalie's fault, but it whips away. I think he deceives. Yes, yeah. Gordon, Gordon is Gordon's deceived by the swerve. On the yeah, ball. and that's part of the shot. Big people forget that because that's it why goes, it's out of his reach when it goes yeah. central. Or like if he knew where the ball was going to go, he would have saved it. Yeah, but yeah. he doesn't. So. That makes it a good shot, surely. Yeah, Aye. yeah. Now, he was good in midfield, a lot of industry in there.
2: Callum
1: Butcher went back to centre back and it was very impressive as
2: well. Yeah. Uh, and I think he has, he was uh, in centre back in the back three uh, the Dundee derby that I was at as well, and another game around that time as well, which I think they got a clean sheet. It was a uh, a comb went in Motherwell or something like that so yeah I was going to bring him up because that seems to be he's had his best football as part of a back three this season Callum Butcher rather than the centre midfield in fact all I remember about him and, and this is genuine I know he's played more games in the centre midfield but all I can remember i am mean, doing in the centre midfield this season is getting sent off coming, <laughs> coming back and Tam Court's talking about how we need his leadership or something like that and then he was off he was sent off for grabbing
0: somebody in the court still obviously getting booked even in the back three ah, yeah, it's the true. most guaranteed thing in Scottish football is a Callum Butcher but especially with the TV cameras Kevin Cal- Devon Cal- didn't get booked because he got taken off early <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, I thought Scott McMahon had a better game as well after well, he's, he's back in the team now Yeah. he's been receiving a bit of After a very good start at United, he's very much fallen out of favour and I think there was even chat that that was kind of United's formation change was a lot of that they didn't really trust McMahon uh, to play the the wing back position, or sorry, the the full back position but I thought he was decent and Niskanen on the other side a bit wasted at uh, right wing back position. I thought McNulty was still, as usual, getting loads of stick off of the the, uh, the the fans <laughs> afterwards because it was like there was two players this weekend that I saw <laughs> supporters of their own clubs bemoaning the fact they weren't sent off <laughs> McNally was one of them when he kind of left that leg in on Craig Gordon late on uh, but I actually thought he played all right. Uh, I thought he was quite a, a nuisance for the Hearts defenders and he was only really... Him and Clark, I think both of them didn't look too bad without really carrying too much of a goal threat. I suppose that's what United fans are maybe pissed off about.
0: Yeah, Martin, we know he's got one goal this season, you would get pissed off if yeah. number nine done that.
1: <laughs> but uh, he was at least a bit of a pest and at least kind of held the ball up well and, and a couple of times made... There was one time in the first half, I think it was, it was it Halkett, he really kind of stitched up towards the corner flag? Craig kids, are you, you wondering what that sound is? Yes, yeah, so it's the, the, f- the boilers going on. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> My apologies.
1: <laughs> and, um, but a strange decision from Tam Courts is that it left them on for the entire game when it was really clear that they were tiring towards the end. And Hearts just got continuously to easily take the ball out for the back over and over and over again because they just kind of
0: ran out of legs. It was just weird just not to bring somebody else on to try and see the game out. They don't... Um, Down the United... <sighs> I don't rate Matt McNulty. I think that's been pretty clear over the years. I've done this, but um, what he, what he is good at, they cannot bring it out of him. They don't have a number. They don't have a number ten. They don't have anyone who plays sort of clever passes through. He, he's, his best attribute was played on the shoulder of a defender. His movement across was always like across the ATR, but it was always his best attribute, and they've never ever brought that in. So I always just feel like McNulty. Just I don't think he's very good anyway. But in this team. Absolutely no chance of him doing anything really, really worthwhile. Can I ask you about McDonald? Because the last time I watched him, he was anonymous. No, he wasn't in this game. I actually thought he, I thought he, could, um, if
1: you compare him and Butcher in the centre, Butcher can play well in the centre, but maybe doesn't have a presence of a Kevin McDonald. I thought he had a good presence in this game, but his passing was just kind of a lot of safe stuff.
0: Kevin, it's Kevin McDonald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did even that but when I watched him a couple of times, I was like, it's not, where is he? You're not doing anything.
1: Right, let's move on to our final three games. Let's see if we can bang these out in about fifty or so minutes. Uh, Livingston one, Celtic three. The live game on Sunday. Uh, right, where do we start for this one? Um, let's start with let's start with the Livi's, the hosts. They were. Let me try and think. They were both decent. They were decent in parts of their team. I think they defended, despite the fact losing three goals. I think they defended actually fairly okay. Uh, for this one, uh, the Celtic, other than their goals, I don't think I can't really remember them missing too many other clear cut chances, especially while the game was kind of still in the balance. Um, but Livingston's midfield really struggled with, with Celtic's aggression in there. Um, Omionga, Holt, and, and Pittman all had poor games. Omeonga, especially, maybe one of his worst games of the campaign.
2: I think that's why Beaton started. I think that was a good decision from Ange. I know when you play Beaton, you're kind of gambling on. Whether you're going to get a performance out of them, but I think, I mean, he, he stepped up and he was, he was, he played well, and I think, I think that was the reason. I think um, Postacoglu identified that as being one of the living. I mean, could arguably their greatest strength is their centre midfield. Absolutely, uh, Holt has been absolutely unbelievable for them this season. Um, so yeah, I think, uh, I think that's why we saw McGregor and Beaton and not, um, not O'Reilly or Hatati. Oh instead of instead of Beaton, basically.
0: Yeah, I think it was quite a nod to to Livingston's team that, that they went with Beaton and they're not because, like exactly what Craig just said, not because of Beaton's ability, but just because of his style. Uh, they, they were actually wanting someone to spoil it a bit in, in that area. And yeah, they, they, they've done it well because it's without doubt, I mean, we've been talking about Livingston constantly recent weeks for, for obvious reasons. They've been absolutely great. And with Noobly, Pittman, the team's been picking itself. In this game, Andrew Shinney was... Sort of brought in, and obviously, player of the month Bruce Anderson was was, <laughs> was left on the bench. Before you start calling about oh, that, no, he, no, 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 he, he no. was pish when he came on. <laughs> I'm sure he was. <laughs> I like think he's had very direct goal involvements in pretty much any player in the bloody league.
1: <laughs> yes, he's had a very good
2: season, and I was uh, wrong to doubt him. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think uh, what you said about Livingston's. A fairly accurate as well I mean as accurate sorry I don't know why I sounded like I was doubting you there um <laughs> They, it's not like their runs come to a crashing end or something like that. No. I mean, they've competed in a match against Celtic. Decisions have gone against them. Decisions as well, went against them. They which, missed
1: a couple of key. They had a couple of uh, Hart made a very good save for Obi, and then Obi hit the bar as mm-hmm. well
2: when the match was still on the balance. So either mean, of those goes in and fair play to Martindale because he comes out afterwards and he says exactly that. He says exactly what happens in front of I me. Mean, there's lots of managers that would come out after that and use that as, a, as an excuse for not getting something out of the game. And yes, there's an argument that. That's why Livingston gets get something out of the game. But on the balance of play, you can't really argue with how the game turned out.
0: Especially like where Livingston, who've done great against Celtic. But at times, I've, of course, i have had to ride their luck a bit. So I think sometimes you can, rather than playing the persecuted, you'll think, well, we've probably got a bit lucky a few times against them over there. James
1: Forrest's first goal of the season. He's back. Maybe. He was good as well. Yeah. He was one of Celtic's better players. There was a few... That Decent performances for Celtic. Not really stand out, I would say. Jota was good again. I Jota, back Jota, back Jota was good again. Uh, Roger was good. Uh, Starfelt was good. Ralston
0: was decent. Starfelt's a weird player, eh? I'm uh, starting. Like, uh, I don't know, like, because sometimes I watch him, I think he looks really good. I think he looks really strong, uh, quite rugged half, which, which I like. And then, and then other times, it looks like he can't run properly. I, th- uh, I think he's a bit... He
1: is a bit error-prone as well. Like Celtic fans are stick up for Starfield really a lot, and I'm not entirely sure why. Uh, maybe somebody can uh, explain it kindly to me. And <laughs> not on Twitter. No, I can't remember <laughs> that. Uh, well, <laughs> uh, one, of the, one of the Celtic fans in Discord, please uh, tell me why Celtic fans are really kind of behind Starfield, because I do think that in... And especially in some of the bigger matches, he does
0: make a lot of well brain farts I for I thought him. he was quite rubbish. He was like rubbish it, against Hibbs. If example. you compare
1: it with Cameron Carter-Vickers, like I, I get the the praise around him, he's I think he's great. But Starfelt, he can be very good. He's very good at this level. Mm. But in terms of what you want as a Celtic centre half, I don't quite see it.
2: Carter-Vickers was being interviewed before the match on Sunday there, and he was talking about he was being asked about the style of defending he's asked to do, and he was saying that. It, it, it's great being on the ball and all that kind of stuff but he, he did speak about how it does heighten the risk of errors like mm-hmm. you know that if you make an error there's all that space in behind you Um, so I wonder whether Starfield doesn't feel comfortable in that yeah, well this is, this is maybe still quite a new thing for Starfield as well I mean I'm not going to pretend that to know uh, what, what he was uh, uh, the team he was playing in for Russia and what what, what kind of like a system they were playing or whatever I'd <laughs> love
0: to have you started that out, but, oh really
2: Craig <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah maybe this is like completely new to him I mean I'm my, my if he's Swedish my instinct thinks that he's used to sitting in and scrapping and defending his 18 yard <laughs> well
0: my, 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 my as I've said on this I don't I, want all, stereotype all Swedish defenders are good that's always <laughs> good been at Yeah, yeah purely <laughs> defending Swedish people are good at it <laughs>
1: Right, do we have anything else, Dad?
0: Just a Celtic facet pieces It looks to be their only sort of real Achilles heel that can be really got at in, in Scottish football terms. Um, obviously in Europe, that's clearly not true, but in Scottish football terms, they seem to be the only way that you can, really, you can really get at them. I would say that it looked like they had their
2: blip there and they've managed to remain undefeated through it. I think they're looking really tasty for the title now. Well, it's between themselves and rivals Rangers who
1: defeated Aberdeen 1-0 at Ibrox in the club's 150th birthday.
0: Jim, can, can we stop with all these celebrations before every game? we obviously at Ferguson the week before coming. <laughs> the statue, of are
1: can I just have normal game, please? Or 10th birthday, depending on Uh-oh. your sense of humour.
2: Here we go. <laughs> or uh, 15th. Uh, th- there was a BBC caption <laughs> yeah. which accidentally said, Rangers celebrate 15 years uh, <laughs> of history or something like that.
1: They gave them an extra five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's, close. That's a nasty meme. Uh, Rangers did not live up to the occasion, but they did manage to get the result in the end. Uh, this uh, was one of the games I was going to watch, and then I uh, didn't because... I read about it and thought that sounds horrific Um, because Aberdeen basically came, played for a draw, barely got in Rangers half, Rangers didn't move the ball quickly enough, weren't sharp enough to really play around Aberdeen a lot of the time and create chances and eventually got through in the last 10 minutes with Kamal Roof scoring, who was uh, booed on to the park but not aimed at him really, it was aimed at Morelos coming off instead, fans wanted both Morelos and uh, Roof to be playing but in fairness... Morello's got a terrible write-up for this game. Um, by all accounts, he really toiled in the he's match. He's played
2: a lot of football recently,
1: Manelos. Yeah,
0: And I just... I was saying this with Duncan, was on, I was on... as it's good, Roof getting on because it, there seems to be some guys that he's kind of cast aside. And Roof being the main yeah, one. A the, few of b- the, big, like. the biggest, high, most high-profile one.
1: Considering he was my top pick in our uh, fantasy draft, I, I've <laughs> been
0: keeping a close eye on the situation, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> so just... It, I find... I find that a bit bizarre because Ruth, even if you don't play him every week, he's he's so good off the cuff. He's an off the cuff player, <laughs> and if there's one thing that Rangers and Celtic can afford to have, it's off the cuff, creative goal scoring players who maybe don't aren't always in the game. And Ruth for. When, when he plays, he has not always drawn to the ball. He's good on the ball, but he you can see he's, he's thinking about how to get to goal. He wants to and, score. And what was the whole point
1: in Roof coming at range in the first place is that they needed somebody when Minelis wasn't on it. Mm. So this is exactly what he's there to do. And he doesn't need it It's weird that he's not been given much more of a chance. He's not, I don't think he's necessarily played that well this season, but then he has had kind of problems getting himself asserted into the teams. And I think he had had Injury issues earlier in the campaign, he, he right. also missed a lot of games at the start of the season for that ban from was last there season.
2: Not one international break where he went away, I think he was injured either side of the international break, but he played for Jamaica or something uh, like that as well. There was that, yeah, that sure made me pissed off Van Bronckhorst. Maybe it's so a Larry Kingston special. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly can't remember if it was uh, I think, I think it was when Van Bronckhorst. I think I honestly can't remember if it
0: was because they've, they've got off. a cool front 3A. Front Jamaica. I was thinking about that. They've got Kamar Roof. They've got that Bailey that plays for Aston Villa, and they've got Mikel Antonio. Now. They've really been
2: hammering the 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 Granny's rule. They've been going around right. finding anybody who's eligible. Fair Scouring play the world. Fair play. <laughs> hammering the Granny's
1: rule.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, there's a, there's a couple of contenders for the show title this week.
0: Let <laughs> <laughs> me just jot that one down. But, uh, B- B- Bates. I mean, I've been given, I've I said I've, I've been on this. But six weeks in the bounce and I think every single week Bates has been taking an absolute kick in. So I think I heard that he played relatively well during the week and uh, he played quite well here. So I think it's only fair to, to say that. But I didn't actually see it with my own eyes. So I'll be watching next time. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else to say about Aberdeen? No, Probably not. Uh, I said, I didn't... I mean, it was nice to see McCrory back in midfield and that looks like something the Goodwin absolutely wants to do. Um, no Scott Brown and no Scott Brown and now it sounds like Scott Brown's angling to get himself
1: out yeah because he's not uh, he's not finding himself on the coaching staff well he's still on the coaching staff but he's not really been given the responsibility that he was under Stephen Glass he's just
0: walking around like a spare prick (laughs) 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 Uh, Nothing to do Uh, uh, shall we no no. Scott Scott leave that task. please where is
1: Scott Brown's next move then Submitting
0: The job setter. St Mirren to just make the ultimate shitfest
1: midfield of Scott Brown, Alan Power and Alex Gogic.
0: Oh, Christ alive. <laughs> I mean, you'd be, uh, I just, after watching Gogic, I mean, Gogic gave away the penalty as well in that game and I've, I've had my own issues with Gogic this season, but that sounds minging. Probably end up, you'll eventually end up at Celtic as a coach
2: again, yes. I think, but you'll probably have another, you'll probably have a go at management before then. I don't know where he's
0: going after this. Maybe go, maybe go, maybe does go to around and stunts stunts the growth of any <laughs> in, in, in the midfield. Like, another avenue of him not getting into the team. What
1: about what about Kilmarnock? If, if especially, well, I was going to
0: say if they go up, if they go if they go up or stay down, regardless. Um, McInnes sounds like McInnes strikes with as someone that would like Scott Brown's yeah. ways. His ways around the dre- oh, he's a good guy in the dressing room. He
1: Although catches. he might find similar problems with. Um, one in terms of being really hands on because mm-hmm. McInnes certainly is, so he needs somebody
0: that's a bit more kind of overseeing things. Let's just stop Scott Brown here, we can all move on. <laughs> in, in fairness, you have done we've had more than enough of you, I think. <laughs> you've achieved everything, we've yeah, won you've everything. You've played in Scottish football your entire career. Just stop, stop, let's move on. Let me you become one of our shit reference points when we're older. Right, and let's move on to one
1: of Scott Brown's former clubs, Hims. Doing 0 nil with St. Johnstone at the weekend. Of course. Uh, my first question <laughs> What on earth is wrong with Christian Deutsch?
0: So sad, eh? What's, what's gonna, happened? So uh I don't know. I think there's there's the I think he's lost a yard, the yard that he couldn't afford to lose uh, through that injury, and then and then he had his COVID. There was also the Dundee stuff. Um about him going and I've heard from various people that he was offered out to Dundee and Hibbs were happy for him to leave right. in January. And he was shocked. Obviously, he just signed a new deal and he was shocked. I'm not saying that this is absolutely true, but this is what I've heard. So a combination of those things, maybe confidence is low, because um, obviously maybe that makes you think the manager doesn't fancy it. And since he's come back for that injury, even before... Maloney. I mean, the first time he has got sent off okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when, when he came back, and but he just, even
2: before that, was that his first chance? That was his first chance under Maloney. His first real chance was it? But, but Maloney, because it seems like he's played Chris a couple of games. Because it, it seemed like right at the start that he didn't he fancy him from the start. He missed the he, he dropped him right away from yeah the, from, the big, from the off didn't he?
0: Yeah, yeah. And that I, I the red the red card was actually under Jack Ross. Jack Ross. Yeah, yeah. Right. It. Okay. But I think we're under under Maloney, I, I said I think I said on this podcast as well that. I didn't. When I read what Maloney's saying, how he wants to play that, Deutsche, it will become a Plan B. And what I was saying is, what might be cool for Hibbs is that we're going to have a really, really good Plan B. Who, if he hadn't just signed the new deal, wouldn't be happy about it. But we've all we've sort of got. Mm -hmm. So good for me, good for Hibbs, but not good for Christian (laughs) Deutsche in a personal sense. Um, And but now just he's he's so off it. He's just he's not as combative. He's getting a bit bullied and he, he, the confidence thing I think might be uh, that's one that I've moved towards maybe being the, re, the reason he just doesn't look like his normal self. So, because one thing he just he always done the same thing you knew exactly what you were getting for Dodge. you would be flinging himself in all the time and he's not even doing that and he's got like Cadden doing the crosses I always thought that Cadden never looking up and always crossing across <laughs> the so, uh, between the penalty spot and the six yard box you know I thought you know what Dodge will like that because he'll just Career himself in it and i will hit off some part of his body and roll into the net somehow and that'd be and that'd be great but that's not even really worked out and I wouldn't I, I couldn't say it'd be unfair for Maloney to now drop him because he's just not been he's only played now because obviously Nisbet's out the team but Melkerson looked like so much better when he come on suddenly energy mobility w- desperate to get on the ball going looking for it the half At the Hoff, yeah. So, I mean, it looks like to me, I would be shocked if uh, he doesn't start against Motherwell next week. I don't know if Muller's going to be back fit. I think I'd be quite... How how is runner hoy look? Hmm. (laughs) That'll be that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, yeah. Can you
1: sum up for word? No. Can you sum up for the sound?
0: (laughs) He just... he, Again, he was desperate to impress. Like, these boys were... Keen as mustard, and he came on against Dundee, and he and he and he, and he, and he half two people, and and he got booked uh, <laughs> during the week. And he came on. He was just like and then he was posted on his Instagram. I people said, "I've just had half in someone with a with that with a green and white flag, like that, the green heart." <laughs> so you're like, a winger. You're paid to score goals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Great. And, like he, he offered impetus when he came on, but through sheer endeavour. But he didn't look like a player. He looked like he like, won a competition a bit. Um, that's my that's my opening thoughts on But Again, the this this Hibs team's lacking so much that that brought something out of the crowd. At least someone like really try to push on. In terms of what so I've been saying about Hibbs is we've got is we are controlling games without really looking like hurting teams and teams aren't really going to be. And the possession stats have definitely went up. Does it look like it's going to come? I'm not. I, I, I'm, I'm loath to overly criticise yet when ten players are out and like some like some of our better players and like Josh Campbell's his first hit, job in Chris, management. Chris Cadden had to start in the back. Three Dre Wright had to play. <laughs> Aye, and like but he likes Dre Wright. So bad. I feel like <laughs> I feel like he's using Dre Wright to make a point because Dre Wright does a lot of work, Josh Campbell does a lot of work off the ball in terms of the pressing, and I feel like Maloney's using that to get to other players to say... And he needs... He's not had a summer
2: transfer window, He's, He's his first job in management, it's early on. I just wonder whether... I just wonder whether you and 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 it's it, it's a type of manager and a type of
1: manager who's coming in with a philosophy and style play that needs to be given time. Yeah, exactly. Really yeah, it yeah. can look.
0: It can look. I mean, I don't like using it because I'm not saying he's anything like these guys. But it's, I, I think I've said this to you, Fookie. When when manager like Daniel Stendel, when people come in and they try to do these ones, so like it, it always takes them about a year to that. Even if you look at Klopp and Guardiola in England, like first first season, both oh, of them I finished again.
2: Daniel Stendel,
0: <laughs> their first season was seventh. Uh, McMahon, Liverpool his 7th under clock and uh, I think Man, Man City and just needs 5th maybe and because the things weren't oh, clicking I remember for
2: like a half a season everybody was asking was it for that first full season fraud- everybody was like, oh we finally found
0: that uh, out yeah, the, yeah. England's found this fraud uh, out uh, and Everton had beat them 4-0 so I, I just it's just so I think when they, someone's I, I'm happy to to lay off him a bit because it's really annoying me. Players aren't following up. It does seem a bit robotic at times in in the rotation. It frustrates But we're lacking pace. We're lacking quality in the final third. But we are controlling the games and we we were we were leaking quite a lot of goals at the end of all. So he has sorted one section of the team out at, at the moment. But uh, yeah, I'm 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 low. I, we really need a player to drive for that midfield, I mean, Because Josh Campbell. Is so scared that when see if he's not facing forward, he won't turn, he won't pass it straight back, and he gets so much stick because obviously you can see from the stands, yeah, they're, they're pass wide and they're pass, but he won't even look. He just doesn't look like he wants to be on the ball. He wants, he actually wants to be pressing people, harrying people. So his two best games, no surprise, Rangers and Celtic, the, the semi-final, Celtic last week. But then when we're on the ball a lot, he just, he, he, he's, he's just frightened. Right, that's enough about
1: him. St. So Johnson, they continue to be. Rubbish. Um,
2: they've shown signs since the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know
1: what else I'm i don't know. I just started the transfer window and just exasperated really.
2: <laughs> the uh, since since the transfer window closed, they have had moments where they've looked a decent side. I, I did see somebody saying this though. More than Dundee United, the season
1: they went down after, yeah, I know, after the I know. January window. They had a wee bump. I mean, they're best. Something, they're, something very kind of similar
2: about this. St. Johnson side, best shot still the playoffs. I mean, it's either straight down or. Aye or fight your way through the, the playoff final I think that's still their their best the, case scenario the
1: good thing uh, for that is that for either themselves or Dundee is that nobody <laughs> looks particularly good uh, who's going to get to the championship yeah, yeah, playoff and, final
2: uh, Dundee have a game in hand which obviously is quite big to, uh, Yes, uh, Wednesday two night It night, two, two, two uh, went through my head that tomorrow no it's not tomorrow so that instead I went <laughs> to just say two night
0: <laughs> as in two nights with <laughs> now <laughs>
2: Fucking idea! <laughs>
0: um, I thought Ch- Chifty when he came on without playing particularly well made a big difference. Um, he he so he's, he's quite good. But he's back to goal, so they were able to sort of play them out the game. Because for long periods, like just St. Johnston, they were they were just defending. Hibbs weren't putting them under like loads and loads of that. He had to just pick up the ball back. Porteous was sort of playing alone at the back, like every and everyone else was. Cadden and, and dog would be pushed forward because St Johnston just weren't any balling in it. it was until Chifty something then they had like a a 10, 15 minute spell when they started to. Really coming into the game and I was like, "Oh, here we go!" But it was, uh, but in terms of a football match, like it was, it was torture. And ja- Jasper was the only thing every week getting yeah, it he when is, it takes, cause He was. doing I watched like, the first sixty minutes; he uh, looked good. Yeah.
1: Uh, the second player whose fans were raging was it set off? Was Kevin McPherson? <laughs> <laughs> Johnson
0: fans were <laughs> like genuinely Why did they, off. They, 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 they bought him, eh?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, basically, they had. I him cannot on, believe no, they, both, no. both, him,
1: both him and Ali Crawford. He they got a ha- ha- suck it and see like thing. They no. sucked it. Realized it was tasted yeah. awful and bought it anyway. anyway but not just that.
2: Not just that. That's how I got a they, they had him on loan <laughs> for the season, and then during that, he signed a pre-contract with St Johnston, and then St Mirren took him back. So they didn't have him for a couple of games, yeah. yeah and it, then they said you are going to have to pay for him if uh, you want him for the rest of the season. Wild, so that's cle- it clever,
0: to. clever for some minute there. That yeah. just wild for St. I just. I just, I don't know. He, and he should have got, he should have got red card. I thought he went, he went over the ball. Oh, it was, it was but, reckless. I couldn't you believe it was the red. Uh, it was reckless, and, and I, I used the an I import just one Ibrox as the example. It, it didn't matter if he didn't make contact. According to the rules. If you are out of control and reckless, and he goes over the top of the ball, and there is no reason. He's just giving the ball away in the center. Like it's a bad touch. It's shit, but. People when they, they, they you can cost your team a game mm-hmm. it's in the most innocuous, stupid way and the players do it all and it is quite common that style of getting red carded there it's just such a fucking waste yeah. and uh, Tony, how much did
1: you like it in the, I think it was a bit 20 odd minute when Tom Sang was injured had to go off and uh, instead of Michael Halloran coming on at right wing back he instead brought on James Brown
0: James Brown, who then, who then had to sub off? <laughs> <laughs> 25 minutes later <laughs> uh because he's garbage and he like sang sang doesn't even look that good but he looks streets ahead his crosses don't go out the park for a start um but yeah i mean like there's just the the sign-ins that they've got if they can get chift you there then great because other ones gallagher not terrible but also he's no really better than booth so like and then like like sang not terrible maybe slightly better than brown but not going to be bringing and then Mixed, like then, there's nothing that the dra- January transfer when you're like, yeah, that's really improved them. Dan, Halberg, Dan Halber- Cleary's starting to look a bit shaky as well. Halberg yeah. looks their best player. Halberg then- looks their best player. And yeah. That's and and, and I, I, I I was angry we let go out um because we want to cut. There was like we've got James Scott and that we've got so many shite wide players playing <laughs> behind. heads it. like so you could have cut you could have cut the somewhere else. We only had we've only got four central midfielders. One of them's fucking Josh Campbell. So like to let to let Halberg go just seemed bonkers when he when he finally got fit. I was like, he's has got Didn't give him a new deal, but just keep him for the rest of the season. Um, but Halberg, yeah, he was getting there. He's he's hitting shots. He's got set pieces. He's just got a bit of quality that the rest of just don't have. I saw that Chris angered the cult of Scott Allen on Twitter today. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been wanting to do that for a while. Um, Allen came on and he. It takes a while to get to grips with. He can do some things like don't get like he'd done a little back heel that broke the press. It was, it was a fair that that was pretty good, and he'd done the little pass for Melkerson when we nearly we nearly scored when he just when he just first came on. But he, I don't think he's got ninety minutes in him, and the game furiously goes around Scott Allen now. And he, he, when he gets on the ball, he's good, but he can only get on the ball every so often that yeah. So you lose the quality. And before he used to create his own chances for the passes because he had that tur- he had that acceleration. So he wasn't quick, but he'd get the ball and he'd drive past someone and he would get away from them and then he'd that'd open up space. Now he's relying on when he gets the ball, on the few times he gets the ball, that there's that passes on. Yeah. He can't create the angle for himself anymore. So as an impact player, I probably would use him more than what Maloney has, because especially when we're lacking goals. But there's no way that the answer for him is Scott Allen starts the game. It's not right. It's just not. Yeah
1: and that'll do us. thank you very much for joining me Craig thank you thank you very much for joining me Tony cheers and thank you to everybody for listening we are about to go record a Patreon now so if you'd like to hear that hear, head heed, fuck. head over to patreon.com forward slash Terrace Podcast thank you and goodbye Sports Social Podcast Network
0: ok round 2 name something that's not boring